He's not a local and he's definitely not a native. Boy, you ain't from around here, are you? It's very evident. Someone living specifically for pleasure. And a tenant is someone who's dwelling or living in a place that's been provided for them. So we have these religious tourists in our world, maybe in our, even in our church, who are just living for simple pleasures, for benefits, like a gold digger. I'm going to put up with this relationship as long as I get the benefits from it. That's not why Christ died on the cross for us. It's not the reason why he was resurrected from the grave. Tourists only know touristy things. They don't ever go deep into uh, the relationship with the town or the place or whatever it is. They only know the touristy things. They're only there for the benefits of the touristy place. Uh, years ago in Red River, um, I'm in the fly shop buying extra flies, and a gentleman comes in, and he, he's asking a question, and no one's answering it. So I answered it, and I said, well, I would use this fly in this location if you um, could go there. And he said, oh, great, you must be a local. I'm like, oh, I wish I was a local. I wish I was a local, but no, I'm not. And his response back to me, why aren't you? Well, it costs too much. Don't know if I can move my family here. I don't have a job here. I mean, I listed a lot of excuses. I'd like to be a local. I'd like to live here. I'd like to dwell here. But I've got all these excuses that, uh, that keep me from, from doing that. A religious tourist is full of excuses. That I, I would like to give my life wholeheartedly to you, but these things. See, you're, you're difficult. You want me to give my entire life to you. You want me to even, uh, maybe even sell possessions or walk away from these things or identify uh, difficult places in my life where I'm holding on to things that are mine and, and not giving them to you and acknowledging that you own them anyways. Tourist, tourism is awesome because you get to go and not have to deal with any of the stressful or difficult things, but you get to relax and benefit in the moment and then go back to wherever it is that you came from. Tenants, or people who actually live in a place, have to deal with all of it. They make a mindset. They decide, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to move here. I'm going to plant here. I'm going to be rooted here. This is where I want to live. So when we take religious tourists and we take Christ we look at him just for the benefits, and we take him out of our pocket when we need him and put him back when we don't need him or when we think we don't need him. We're only using him for the benefits. But a religious tenant would say, I want to be grounded and rooted in Christ and live in him forever and recognize that I'm living in him, that he is now my landlord, and that thanks be to him, I get to live in him rent-free. costs me nothing because it's all been paid. And that's the story of the prodigal son. Hey, I just want to go squander my, my life. I want to live recklessly. I want to do what I can, and then maybe at some moment I'll, I'll take care of things when I, when I can. And the other brother is the religious tenant who gets to stay faithful and live with the Father forever. You've always been with me. So this morning you have to decide this. This is what I would desire from you. Maybe the Holy Spirit would lead you in this. First you have to decide, am I a religious tourist? And I only want in Christ for the benefits that I think he can give me. The benefits that uh, I see uh, our relationships about. I, I just want Jesus to heal me, walk on water for me, feed me, those types of, those types of things. I want to be this 
religious tourists. You have to decide, is that how you see Jesus? I hope not. I hope that you would decide that you want to live in him forever. Confess him as Lord. Maybe in this moment, symbolically, land Lord. That he owns you. That he is over you. And that you would see relationship with him is important. See, relationship tenants, they know more. Because they spend their daily life living in that place. Getting to know the one that they're living with more. They see the, the importance of pouring expensive perfume on Jesus. They see the importance of quitting their jobs for him. They see the importance of letting the dead bury the dead for following Jesus. They see the importance of cutting off an ear for him if the time would come. They see the importance of throwing parties for the lost who have been found. And maybe they even see the importance of being stoned to death for the sake of Jesus. A religious tenant grows in their relationship with Christ, matures in their relationship with Christ, and sees how valuable just being in community or in a relationship with Christ really is. They no longer want to be a tourist. They want to be a tenant. But I'll say this before we close. Have you been to a touristy place or maybe a local or a native or an inhabitant or tenant of that touristy place cannot stand tourist? Tourists stay out. You're taking up my space. You're eating in my restaurants. You're sitting in my pew. <laughs> we cannot, as the church, grow better or like the prodigal son's brother, angry to those who are in need of repentance. When the tourist comes knocking on the door, we don't say, oh, I see your Hawaiian shirt, and I uh, see it, and I open it with a closed door. We have to treat those who are in need of repentance with welcoming, opening, open arms, as the father did in the, in the story of the prodigal son. We have to be willing to say, okay, you smell different, you talk different. You act different. Christ can save you. <laughs> he will save you. So I look past those things. We can't be the bitter local who's not open even to the tourist. I can just hear the prodigal son's brother saying, Hey, Dad, I'm really mad at my touristy brother. And I see the forgiving, faithful father saying, You've been with me. You have been being with me. You've always been with me. And everything that I have is yours. And together, let's celebrate and let's show hospitality to the lost. Because the lost has been found. And this dead one, he is now alive. Let's celebrate that together. What a faithful, what a faithful father we have that would look past everything that we are and love us anyways. Look past everything that we've done and cover our sins anyways. We'll look into the future and say, oh, I know, I know how rebellious they can be, yet I will still remain faithful to the covenant I have with them. I will still remain faithful to the forgiveness that's available to them through my son, Jesus Christ. What an example. And I hope that we would follow in that. Let's pray. Now, thank you for recording this story of the prodigal son for us. Thank you for Luke writing it down, being inspired by the Holy Spirit. Thank you for Jesus teaching it to those around him. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to teach it this morning. 
It's difficult for me, 